The Steve Warren Project. Sports and whatever. Well, welcome to another episode of what we call the SWP. It's all about Ottawa sports talk and fun. Steve and Jimmy schmoozing it up once again. And the SWP, that's a good topic to start with, I think, James, because it was just moments ago where it occurred to you that the SWP not only stands for the Steve Warren Project, but also the Sports and Whatever podcast. Oh, huh? Yeah, I didn't know that. I, I was discovered it last night. Uh, I don't know when I was lying on my couch. Wait um, a minute. Yeah, I was lying on the couch. I went, hey, it's, it's kind of Norm MacDonald. You know, it's a Steve Warren project. You know, it's SWP. It's all, yeah. Yeah, because that's the name of the show. You know, Steve's the, Steve's the guy. So SWP, you know, that, that makes sense. And then I thought, sports and whatever podcast, that's SWP too. It still works. It's a perfect name. <laughs> so I thought it was, I was breathless when when we logged on a few minutes ago. I said, I got to tell Steve that. I bet he doesn't know that. I'm like, hey, did you know Steve SWP was the sports and whatever podcast? You're like, yeah. Oh, okay. That's the end of that little surprise. <laughs> Can't wait to tell him. We should Can't call wait. it, you know, we should, maybe you can get some ball caps embroidered for it, you know, and you can put the right name on there. It'll be great. Yeah. Steve, what was the... Uh, uh, speaking of acronyms, and you used to just shiver and shrivel up. Uh, I'll tell you what it was. The world according to Jim. What, Jay? <laughs> T-W-A-T-J. The world according to Jim. <laughs> yes. I think I, I think I encouraged you to again go second T silent, as we did with three guys on the radio or Tigor. Sure. I think I eventually talked you into a second T silent on that one as well, so they came out twaj <laughs> or something. Oh boy, those were the days. You know, those were the good. days. Yeah. Those so, what have you done days. with the last few days? By the way, we've been off. Uh, we've taken a extra long weekend, so it's been uh, well since Thursday of last week since we. Got into the old studio. Have you gotten up to any mischief? Uh, no. All right. Yeah, no, nothing Nothing too mischievous. Mis- uh, mischievous or mischievous. Um, is there an acronym for that? Uh, <laughs> I've heard both, too. Yeah. Is there a backstory? <laughs> uh, no, yeah, just, I, you said it was a holiday. That's why we took a couple of days off. But... Uh, it wasn't here. What holiday was there? No, I think you just imagined that. I'm just saying uh, we were going to take a four-day weekend because yes, well it, I, I literally had too much piling up in my inbox. And uh, yeah, so I decided, uh, and it's been a while since we basically took a show off. And we do have another long weekend coming up shortly. Like, isn't this Easter weekend coming up now? Or? Yes. And then right, the Masters, so. of course, we've got to take that weekend off. Yeah, we'll take that week off for sure. Take that weekend off for sure. Yeah. We're um, only going to work three days in 2021 from here on out. Let's do that. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> a, a short whatever podcast. That yes. works too, Stevie. A short whatever podcast, SWP. Man, I'm bringing it right now. It's so um, good. I'll tell you what is going through the roof. Uh, you know, I've had my house up for sale, I don't know, for a year and a half now. Uh, good realtor there. Um Showed up hammered the other day for a showing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
Hottest market in the world, and you still can't sell that place. Yeah. Uh, anyway, all of a sudden, in the last 24 hours, everyone in the world wants to come and see the joint. Oh. I, I think I think everyone's reading these press clippings uh, because, it, you know, we've talked about it before. The Ottawa market's through the roof, and uh, I think the Maritimes, out here in Calgary, it's gone through the roof. And, and now it's hitting Edmonton with this overinflated mm-hmm. market. So bring it on, baby. Bring it on. The crib. Yeah, I have half a mind because, I mean, I don't really have to go to 87 George Street in the Byward Market in the city of Ottawa anymore. I don't necessarily need to be close to there. Um, but, yeah, it makes a lot of sense to, you know, if if you can sell your place in this inflated market and then go to a place where the market is not inflated, then windfall. Yeah. What are you, what are you doing if, if you do sell? Where are you going to go? You know what, Stevie? It's funny you bring that up. I have no idea. <laughs> I got, I, I've got, I really don't feel, you know, people, what are you doing? Are you, are you moving away? You're going to Toronto, you moving back East. Are you, you moving into the family house? Uh, what, what, what's, what, why? What? And then I stop and go, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what I'm going to do. Uh, well, my, my, I got a feeling my house is going to sell this week um, or shortly. And if it does, I'm going to, I'm going to go rent something, Steve, and wait for the market to, to die down mm-hmm. and uh, and then maybe get back in the market, you know? Yeah, I, I had maybe. that conversation with a guy who was a realtor, and he said, don't hold your breath. But that about that's the, Ottawa. I don't know about Edmonton. About the market coming down? It's still it's still blowing up? Yeah. And then they don't expect it to stop anytime soon, or, or at least, you know, we might get to a place where it plateaus, but nobody's expecting it to you know, a, be a, a big bubble burst or anything like that with this steady stream, particularly coming from Toronto and people from BC that are retiring right. and things. Anyway, uh, yeah, I hope, COVID, it, I hope it all works out low well. interest rates, right? Has made made, made the, the good recipe for yeah. high sales, as I understand. On the COVID front, did you, you see this week, they're like, uh, you know, this, this one particular vaccine, they're talking about suspending it in certain provinces to those under the age of 55. Yes. Like, I just I feel like it, it, it really, does not shake your confidence a little bit in the process. It's like right out of the gate. It's like, here you go. It's you gotta, hooray. This vaccine's approved. And then all of a sudden, no, nah, no, nah, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to just uh, suspend it for people under 55. Yeah. What, 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 all these rare blood clots uh, that they're uh, talking about now with it. It's specifically the one that's the AstraZeneca. Right. And, and I just, it just makes you go, well, how much faith should I have in any of these now? Yeah, like a, I, might, I might take a shot, Stevie, at the uh, Zeneca virus or a vaccine. I might take a shot if, if side effects were, uh, uh, well, you get a little tired. Okay, uh, that's fine. Or a small rash is going gonna, is gonna to go high thigh on you. Okay, that's going to break out. Uh, and that would be fine because I've had that many, many times before. So it wouldn't, you know, that wouldn't, wouldn't stop me. Okay. Blood clotting. Yeah. Okay. That, that, that might be, that's a bit of an issue. You can't have your blood clotting, Steve. Okay. That's it's always a bad, bad scene. Yeah, that's a bad deal. So, uh, what an unfortunate thing though, right? Because it was so impressive that these pharmaceutical companies have, you know, found a vaccine. Um, so I don't, I don't think I'd be taking that one. Yeah. I don't think I'd take that chance. 
you know? Especially, well, it's the Canadian National Advisory Committee on Immunization, and they're the ones making this recommendation that provinces stop it for those under the age of 55. And that's a guidance that most provinces said today they're going to follow. And it all becomes, it's because of what happened in Europe, there have been some very rare instances of blood clots in some immunized patients, notably among younger women. But apparently 300,000 of the shots have been administered in Canada already, and there have been no reports of any blood clots here. So they're still going ahead and banning it all the same. Right. I, um, it just, I it's it. just all mixed messaging, it feels like uh, to me. And I, it, it does shake my faith a little bit in, uh, in whether these things are truly ready to be rolled out in a mass way. Right. Uh, like a guy said, if you took that, that vaccine, it's like, it's like someone telling you, you know, if you want to get rid of your acne, rub battery acid on your chin. Okay. <laughs> And uh, so it'll get rid of that acne, okay? <laughs> okay. I don't know if it's quite like that. <laughs> yeah. But there's that a, a side effect. Okay. There's a side effect that your skull will turn to mush. Right. Okay. And your face will melt off. Oh, okay. But um, the acne's gone. Yeah, the acne's gone. Um, so anyway, well, I think I'm, I, I don't know where I'm on the list. Today actually is the day my age group registers for it. So right. um, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it. I want to get the vaccine for sure, but. Um, that's eliminated one of my choices. Yeah, for sure. I think for most people, uh, yeah. uh I'll get a vaccine, but I, uh, that one, yeah, I don't want that one. We're yeah. at uh, 70 and over right now and, uh, everybody's booked though. Yeah. It's, uh, un- it's an unfortunate coincidence that, uh, the, they're rolling out the vaccines at the same time saying, Hey, everyone buckle down. There's this second wave, right. That's coming. And, uh, they announced today for the first time in BC that restaurants are closing since the since the virus. They never did close. Oh, okay. Uh, but they did it this week. So uh, everyone bear down. Regroup a little bit, folks. Okay? Regroup. Let's tighten yeah. up. So Yeah, I think we go into the gray zone. I, I'm not... I'm not saying that with any kind of knowledge. I just... That's the buzz that's happening right now and the long weekend ahead to discourage mass people getting together. Um, there's certainly whispers that we might go from where we are now, which is the red zone into this gray zone, which is more of a lockdown scenario, not right. a lockdown, but it's more of a, you know, don't go to restaurants and things like that. And so yeah. we'll see how it goes. It's, it's, it, this is just the, the buzz that's out there. Don't take that as the gospel, please. No, but there is a sense of foreboding. Uh, yeah. you know, the, the telltale for me is the NHL has done such a fantastic job pulling off hockey games and playoffs and awarding the Stanley cup last year, uh, you know, playing, playing in the bubble under extraordinary circumstances um, that the Oilers Montreal game this past week was canceled. The Not to the- mention the, Sen- the Sens Habs as well. Right. Right. So um, if they're, if they're having incidents of COVID showing up uh, to me, it's like, Whoa, whoa, these people have probably got the strictest protocols going. Uh, yeah. And yet it, and yet it, you know, it's hit these guys. So I'm, I'm backing up, Stevie. I'm backing up. No leaving the driveway. No, uh, <laughs> no family dinners. Uh, get food sent in. All that jazz. The Habs and the Sens will be back at it on Thursday night, by the way. They had a couple of games canceled as well. And the three games the Habs had, as you mentioned, against the Oilers last week. So looks like the Habs have got it uh, nipped in the bud, as they say. But uh, yeah, so the Habs and Sens on Thursday and then on Saturday. Uh, kind of big news here. 
from the Sens' perspective, though not a big name, I think, around the NHL. Um, Christian Wolanin was traded away yesterday. He'll end up with the LA Kings. He had cleared waivers. And um, it's just, in theory, the player, you know, you go back about a year and a half. This was a player, Jimmy, that got injured. And the time of his injury at the start of last season, it was a four to six month deal. Like everybody in, in town was saying, oh, one of their best prospects on the blue line has been injured, big shoulder injury. He's mm-hmm. going to miss most of the year. Well, even though everybody's talking about him like that, he missed the entire year and then COVID hits. So a big, long layoff. So since that injury, uh, he comes back this year, he plays one game and then he's scratched for like four or five. And he only played a total of 15 games since his injury. And the club basically decided, yeah, we're turning the page on this guy. So I just thought that was, I know you haven't seen, I know you haven't seen Christian Milan very much or anything, but just in theory with COVID and the layoff and the long rehab process and the rust he must've had at the start of this season, because of all of that, that didn't seem to be taken into account at all for this player. And they put him on waivers turn the page on them, and off they go. I know they've got, in the future, a bunch of left-shot defensemen. they got Thomas Shabbat already and a bunch of really, really good left-shot defensemen on the way, but they could take two or three years. Who knows? They might dis- disappoint you. Not every prospect works out. I thought Willannon was always a guy that I liked and might have been a good insurance policy in case one of those guys didn't work out, but it seemed like, uh, I don't know, something happened where the Sens decided that uh, he was not in their plans. I'll tell you what's happening. I'll tell you what. When's the trade deadline? April 12th. Right. So all this stuff's happening because of that, Stevie. Okay. So listening to what you just said, your take, uh, this seems kind of odd. You know, that they, 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 they like the guy, got injured, that happens, he comes back, uh, maybe underperforms a little bit, and then they scratch him. It's like, what? What's mm-hmm. up with that? It's, all, it's, it's the chess pieces, Stevie, moving around right now with teams letting guys know, uh, you know, in a, in a little bit of a, you know, sideways move that this, this guy's up for grabs or we're going right. to put him on waivers or, or whatever. Right. And they start to talk about that. In this case, he was right. He, he was put on waivers. He was and cleared through the whole league. Um, and anyway, uh, so that would tell me that if you want this guy, he's, <laughs> he's, you can, you can trade for him or try and make a deal. Right. Yeah, well, no, no question. Anytime a guy gets placed on waivers and then gets through the whole the whole league, uh, it often will spark conversations where you know nobody wanted him directly, but they said, okay, well, obviously Ottawa's looking to move this guy, so mm-hmm. we can maybe move a guy that we want to move. Change of address for both players, right? Works out nicely. So I think that's why deals like that go down. And then the Sens did this in in, in such a quick fashion. Hey, I, I would not be surprised a bit that uh, Willannon maybe asked for this. That it's like he wanted to, you know, despite the fact he loved it here, um, he wasn't liking, you know, the look of the tea leaves and said, you know what, I wouldn't mind if you waved me or if you tried to make a deal for me, I'd be all about that. Or maybe something else happened. I don't know. That's As outsiders, you never truly know what sparks these things. But uh, anyway, Willannon is in LA King today. And uh, we wish him well because he's a a great kid and I think he's going to be a good player. I think he is an NHL defenseman. Right. So hopefully he gets another opportunity. Well, I think what sparks all these things, you're going to see a lot of it uh, over the next two weeks. My theory. Yep. My yep. theory, anyway, about the trade deadline. Uh, 
Oh yeah, there's always moving chess pieces. There's no no question about that. And uh, yeah, the, I, I feel like it'll probably be a little quieter than usual because I think um, a lot of teams right now still fancy themselves as possible contenders. So I don't think there'll be that many sellers at this stage of the game. And if you're way out of it right now, um, I don't know that you have a lot of players that other clubs right. covet that much. But we'll see. Uh, you right. never you never really predict it. Uh, want to take a time out on the program right now. When we come back, I will make the case that Daryl Sutter's a jerk, at least with what he said about Johnny Gaudreau. And that's coming up after these words. How would you like to win your own home gym right now? Popeye Supplements, Fitness Depot in Ottawa and beyond yourself are teaming up to give away a custom home gym valued at $5,000. Now until April 4th, so time is running out, you can fill out a free ballot online and for every Beyond Yourself product you buy at Popeye's, you not only get 20% off, you get another ballot for the draw. It's the $5,000 Dream Home Gym Giveaway at PopeyesOnlineOrders.com. Trucks and minivans cost less to insure than small cars. You get a better deal on home insurance if you have good credit. The biggest insurance brokers are owned by insurance companies. I'm Josh. Make sure you choose a broker who has your best interest in mind. All Insurance Ontario is independent, family-owned, and has your back. Text me at 613-860-6008 to get on our team. All Insurance Ontario, your modern boutique broker. Reignite your love for driving with a new Ford at Jim K. Ford. Get behind the wheel and hit the road in a new 2021 model with great features like available Ford Copilot 360 driving technologies. You'll find all of the latest innovations that are made available for new Ford vehicles. Visit Jim K. Ford and ask about their great offers on models like the Escape, Edge, Explorer, Ranger, and F-150 only at Jim K. Ford in Orleans or at JimKFord.com. The Steve Warren Project. Sports and whatever. Let's talk a little bit about Daryl Sutter in his early days as Calgary Flames head coach in the reboot, I guess. And one of the reporters after a game, I think it was on the weekend, after it was the 499th career game of one of his top players in Johnny Gaudreau, and you could tell the reporter was just looking for a fluff answer. You know, mm-hmm. what's it like to work with uh, Johnny Gaudreau and uh, maybe a word on his career so far. And this is what Daryl Sutter had to say. Crusty is all get out. Johnny Gaudreau plays 500 games tonight at the NHL level. I'm just wondering, you know, mostly as a guy who's coached against him and now working with him, what, uh, what have your kind of impressions been of the career he's made so far? And, and then what are you looking to see out of him now at this point? Well, if you're just basing on his 500th game tonight, hopefully he has more energy than in his 499th game. So there's Daryl Sutter talking about Johnny Gaudreau. Here's an opportunity to say a nice thing or two. Okay, if you have any criticism afterward, fine, but like no regard at all for the milestone or the achievements and the career so far. Just right to the, I hope he has more energy in his 500 than he did in his 499th. Right. Right. What a, I think that's just a jerk thing to do. Yeah, I, I don't think so. I, I, I think, you know, backing up, Stevie, I, here's one of the reasons I think they're saying that uh, is the trade deadline, you know, that they're, they're throwing shit out there, man, right? They're talking about they might be a little unhappy with this guy. The GM gets in Daryl's ear, okay? Dangle a little carrot there, okay? Throw a lure into the water here. Uh, maybe we will, maybe we won't. 
you know, I've, I'm, I can't imagine they're looking at getting rid of Goudreau, but well, he did uh, come back and get a couple of assists in his 500th game. And Daryl Sutter did say win. after the, yeah. yeah and and Daryl Sutter did say after that game that uh, he looked much better. Didn't, didn't, didn't exactly uh, gush, yeah, right. <laughs> but uh, certainly he wasn't burying in the way he did after his 499th game. And I just think there's a way to get that same message across, but also give the guy his due. Yeah, I, I think it's probably, um, you know, a guy who played hockey, you know, the Sutter family, right? They had 17 or 18 or 28 brothers, you know, that played in the league. Uh, and, and you know, but that was back in the day, right, where where it was, uh, you know, there was no social media back then. There wasn't, uh, there wasn't a bunch of exposure, uh, you know, to, to games back in those days, right, Stevie? There was only, you could only watch a few games on TV when Sutters, when the Sutters were playing. Of course. And, uh, and they're tough, man. First of all, they're farmers. Okay, they're from Viking, Alberta. Uh, I think Daryl still has a farm uh, in Red Deer now, and and they're tough as nails. I I I was at a gig with that guy uh, doing doing a charity event. I was emceeing it, and he was one of the guests. And uh, you know, I, I was ripping him. Okay, I gave him a little rip about something, and I walked off the stage, and he he kind of looked at me, you know, and not not a not a grimace, Stevie, not a hey, that was funny, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, so. Uh, is he crusty? Uh, for sure. But I don't mind it. I, I don't mind it once in a while when an old timer, you know, comes forward sort of saying, shut your mouth and go score some goals. You know, we're, we're in a playoff hunt here. So, um, yeah, yeah. I, I kind of got a kick out of it to be honest. Yeah. Uh, on the other yeah. hand, Johnny Gaudreau, this was his response. Obviously his response was good on the ice, but his response was not very good when he was asked about Daryl Sutter's comments not long after he said them. Yeah, I heard it. Um, didn't think much of it. Um, you know, I know I've been playing hockey for 24, 25 years now. Um, and uh, I know when I haven't played well and I know when I have played well. And, um, you know, personally, uh, it's been going up and down throughout this season, obviously not finding the net sometimes and stuff like that. But um, for me personally, I try to work as hard as I can each night for those 23 guys in that locker room. I played for a long time with a lot of those guys in that locker room. So, um, you know, I'm sure a lot of them are really happy for me after tonight. And uh, it was a special night. It was a great night to, to win tonight on, you know, playing my 500th game. That's, that's awesome. And to do it with probably six, seven, eight guys in that locker room that I've been with since I've been here is, is pretty special too. So a little bit of challenge there from, Johnny Gaudreau didn't care for the comments said I've been playing this game for 25 years and I think I know when I've had a bad game so um, I mean the the results speak volumes and the Daryl Sutter got what he wanted in the very next game out of Johnny Gaudreau but I don't know that that's going to be a scar that will heal anytime soon between those two yeah you know the other side then the, the other side of the story is um you know, we're not supposed to do this shit in the press, mm-hmm. okay? We're, we're, you know, if you got a problem with me, if I'm Johnny Goudreau, if you got a problem with me, no, no sweat, no sweat. Lay it on me, right? You got a team to run. Uh, you know, I want to do what's right. I want to, I want to align with whatever your, whatever your, you know, your, 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 your plan is for the team, whatever schemes you have. Okay, I'm all in. I'm all in. But let's do it behind closed doors, okay? So that that that's one issue, right? Yeah. The other one is. It's, you know, it's not a level playing field at all 
when a coach comes out and says, okay, I'm, I'm not happy with this player and specifically name him. Okay. However he says it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, you know, Daryl said, well, he's shitty in his last game, you know, so I hope he's better. <laughs> I hope he's better than his 499th game. It's not fair, Steve. It's not fair because you're in a position of power, right? You're the coach of a team and, mm-hmm. and I got nowhere to go, Stevie. You know, if you go in the press as the head coach of the squad and say, Steve Warren's shit right now and he's got to be bring it. Well, wh- what am I supposed to do now when they ask me about it? Right. Right. I can't, you know, I, I have to agree, you know, whether I do or not, uh, or. You well, know, we are surprised say, that Gaudreau stepped out a little bit there. Cause he did. Kind of, yeah. 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 I am surprised that he did because you've, it, it's an, it's a no win situation for the player, you know, to comment on it. Right. It's like, well, don't do that, Daryl. Okay. Don't come out and go, okay, I hope he wins the next game for us. You know, you're setting me up here for the kill. What yeah. if we don't, you know? Different if an opposition player, Steve, you know, gave you a crack or something like that because you gave him a, you know, maybe there was a dirty hit and and the and the player comes out and goes, maybe maybe Goudreau uh, gave, gave a guy a dirty hit, right? And the next day, the player from that team that took the hit comes out and goes, yeah, how many cups does this guy won? Okay, let's go scoreboard here. You know? Yeah. Like we're kicking the shit out. Okay, I, I, you know, now, now that's fair. Okay, we're gonna get to Goudreau here in a hurry, as you know, as the press r- rips rips at top speed. We got to get a comment from Goudreau. You're gonna get something good, you know. But that's fair. That's a fair playing field, you know. When your own coach does it, you got you got nowhere to go, right? You got nowhere to go, and 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 so that's why I don't like that. That's why I, don't I like, like that. that. I like that angle you gave earlier, though, about that it may be a case of dropping a line in the water with the deadline looming. It's it's like the Willannon story we just talked about. We can, as outsiders, analyze the situation till the cows come home, but there are always going to be issues that we aren't privy to. Like, for example, maybe Willannon asked to be uh, a member right. of a new organization. Maybe he was tired of his usage here and that he doesn't, wasn't being treated fairly and maybe there's a blow up. I don't know. Um, but uh, it always tells you it's, there's always just tip of the iceberg stuff and it may be in play here and you may have something because keep in mind, the flames recently have gone five and two against the Ottawa senators or sorry, two and five against the Ottawa senators. No one is going to celebrate that. Everybody's mm-hmm. going to be navel gazing. You saw Brad tree living over and over again, shots of him up in the press box when the Sens were beating the flames and how frustrated he looked. So you may very well have something there. You know, it wouldn't be a bad thing if you, in a sly way, let the world know that you're not that big on Johnny Goudreau's performance. Right. And uh, that might grease the skids a little bit toward having people pick up the phone and call Brad Tree Living. What would it take to get Goudreau out of Calgary? You, I'm not saying that's what's happening, but these are the kinds of things that could be happening in the background. And so it makes it difficult to fully analyze these things properly. Yeah. It's, it's like collusion is not allowed, right, Steve, in the league? Right, you in can't theory. In theory, okay, that's right. Yeah, in theory, right? But I can go all belchy circle on you, Steve, and try and break the code. When I I uh, got interviewed from a, a guy from the Globe and Mail, if you want to go read that, other NHL teams, okay. <laughs> if you want to have a look at that article, uh, the interview I did, you know. So um, I, I do believe that. I do believe that that that's how you know that you can you can let guys know, you know, we're not happy with his performance. He's got to bring it a little more, right? Uh, and, and Steve, this is where, right when you're in the hunt here. Mm-hmm. 
right? It's kind of playoff hockey almost now, right? And 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 Calgary's in the thick of it, man. You know, so uh, you know the GM's probably starting to look at him. Tree living, you know, made this hiring. You brought it up the other day. You know, it looked so great at the start, and then he went. <laughs> he goes. He started loses the next couple of games. Tree living's wondering about his gig. Did he do the right thing with with Sutter? Uh, what are we going to do trade wise? Right. Yeah. And and Calgary would be a shopper for sure, Stevie. Okay. Toronto not so much. Edmonton not so much. You know they're 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 playing great. Great series, by the way. The Oilers Toronto series. The last two games in overtime. Um, yeah, those two great teams, and that and the Calgary Flames are probably asking themselves right now: uh, Are we really in their league? We just went two and five against Ottawa. Um, so maybe there's more than. Because, I mean, to me, it's like weird to see, because people are saying, well, congratulations, you got the best out of Johnny Gaudreau for a game. Like, you also may have alienated that guy. Right. Like, right. moving forward. Like, that was a, a pretty big sledgehammer to bring out on the kid in the month of March. And maybe this is a club that is really navel-gazing right now and asking themselves, not, like, forget about the trade deadline and forget about playoff runs this year. Even if we make it, are we with Edmonton, Edmonton and Toronto? Are we that kind of team? Are we even close to being that kind of team? Right. And if the answer is no, then maybe you're looking at some of these sort of home run deals where you say, okay, other teams are willing to give up some pretty big young assets to help us rebuild. Um, and maybe Johnny Gaudreau could be a, a part of that. You just never know is the point. Right, right. It's not like you're Buffalo here, right? Where, where, where Buffalo's waiting for the, the clock to strike midnight on trade deadline going. Mr. Tree Living, it's it's the guy from Buffalo again. He called half an hour ago. <laughs> well, you say that, but somehow they were able to take get the Montreal Canadiens to take on Eric Stahl over the weekend. Uh, so they're they're trying to. I mean, they're just unbelievable. What are they? They're the winless in eighteen now, or something like that. Twenty two points out of a playoff spot in the East right. with like over twenty games to play. It's uh, it's hard to know exactly. Uh, what they're thinking right now because yeah. they've been they in a rebuild trade, for a Steve. very long yeah they need to do different they need to do something different than they're currently yeah. doing <laughs> yeah yeah there's yeah a couple of wholesale changes maybe we need to make yeah as um, frustrated as Sens fans have been over the last four years and that frustration is starting to lift even though you've been frustrated as a Sens fan there's better days ahead clearly and compared to Buffalo you got nothing to worry about, is my right. point. Anyway, we'll right. take a time out of the program. Back with final thoughts after these words. A lot of people I talk to end up asking me about what coverages should they have for their house. How much do I need? Why would I want that? Hi, I'm Jared Gerard, All Insurance Ontario. Call or text me at 801-2659. Give me a call. Let's have that talk, and we'll make sure that you have the coverages that you want and that you need. All Insurance Ontario, your modern boutique broker. Jim K. Ford is a full-service commercial and fleet dealership. They supply companies in the Ottawa area with work trucks of all shapes, sizes, and functionalities, from small delivery vans right up to the big F-750s. So whether you're in towing, landscaping, or deliveries, Jim K. Ford will help you with the right truck for your needs. JimKFord.com, 1438, Uville Drive in Orleans. Pico is Ottawa's home for authentic, old-school, custom-crafted, Neapolitan-style pizza without all the fuss and expense of fine dining. Pico is so delicious. Quick and easy, fresh and healthy, and made with the highest quality ingredients and ready in 90 seconds. Craft your own thin crust pizza masterpiece with unlimited toppings for only $15. 
PICO. Use the PICO app and save on third-party app fees, 236 Richmond Road, 170 Metcalf Street, and the new location at 305 Rideau. And compared to this time last year, the Ottawa home market is up 27%, with the average sale price of over $700,000. That has a lot of people asking, hmm, I wonder how much my home is worth. Well, you should call the Glen Walton Real Estate Team today for a free, no-obligation home estimate. Glenn does a great job, and I think you'll be shocked to learn what you could get for your home and what other homes in your neighborhood are going for. Call the Glen Walton Real Estate Team today at glenwalton.com. All right, James, as yes, we uh, close up shop for another day. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Any final thoughts on this day? Uh, Stevie, I do. Oh, my. Uh, Aaron Eckblad. Oh. You know, uh, we were talking this week on the Suspendables with Russ, and I, you know, I said uh, always that, um, especially because I was close to a lot of them, that, that hockey players got to be the toughest guys in the world. Okay. Mm-hmm. The toughest guys in the world, because there's tons and tons of injuries that they get and you don't know about it and they play injured. There's no, you know, I used to see, you know, after the others play the game, I go downstairs, right. And I'm like, you know, the male groupie, right. And I'm hanging out and I'd see mess a lot. Right. Uh, as well as all the other guys, I come out and slap them on the shoulder, you know, great game, you know, cause, and, and that was, you know, 80% of the time back in the day, Stevie, right? They want, right. they want everything. And he'd go, Hey, Hey, if you ever slap me on the shoulder again like that, okay, I'm going to carve your eyes out. Right. And he says like, don't ever do that to a hockey player, right? Come with, with the, with the punch in the side, Stevie, or the, or the heavy handshake or something like that. Right. Um, so, so I've always known they're, they're unbelievably tough, right? Can't complain. You can't expose your injury. You can't let on that you have one. That knee injury that kid took uh, when he went No, no, down, broken leg. Or, or broken leg. Uh, God almighty, it looked awful. It was terrible. And uh, you could hear him screaming and slapping his hand on the ice. And I thought to myself, how, how much pain is that guy in? You know, how much pain is that guy in? And, and it looked like nothing. Like, you, know, so you sometimes see guys get hit into the boards in a certain way and you say, oh, that looked bad. Um, in terms of the, the lead up to it. Now, if you watch it in slow motion, you can see how badly bent his leg got underneath him. But it was one of those ones where it was just, I think, you know, feet get kind of, you know, twisted around and you lose your balance and you fall awkwardly and all of a sudden broken leg. Chris Kelly, former Ottawa Senator, when he was with the Boston Bruins, same thing. Like you looked at the play, there was not really anything violent in the lead up to it. It was just awkward and unfortunate and uh, Ekblad had to be stretchered off the ice and we certainly <laughs> wish him well and hope he gets back uh, and everything goes well in his rehab. There's right. a, for- a former number one overall draft pick in the NHL. And so, he was rolling. Man. Oh God, and the team's rolling. So Florida's going bananas. Yeah. Totally. So really bad news for the Panthers and for Aaron Ekblad, but more than a hockey story, we certainly wish him well in his recovery. Yeah, it, you know, um, unfortunately, right, That like that injury... Uh, you're right. Okay, gets shoved up against the boards in a check. His skate sort of into the into the, you know, right where the ice meets the board. Right, it, but, but it didn't get jammed up. And so the, the the dude makes the hit and then takes off, and Ekblad's just trying to get back into the play, and then sort of trips up, and and that there's where the injury you know happens when he falls down. It was just like oh my god. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Every that's guy all to, to how tough hockey players are. For sure. Grossly 
Oh, okay, okay. Out, out, outweigh Steve any other athlete with with how tough they are. Does that makes sense. Agreed. Totally. Yep. Always have a tip of the cap for the hockey players, uh, and unfortunately, it becomes part of the game because uh, even <laughs> even when you're not being completely shellacked against the end boards and obvious injury might occur there it you know it's you just have one awkward moment away from something like that happening so anyway yeah, good, we shall good call it florida in- the rest of the year break a leg i'll see no well, <laughs> <laughs> say good night <laughs> do you know the steve w project steve that the- <laughs> okay g e no g n e Oh, isn't good, isn't good night one word? No. No, it's not. <laughs> G- good night, everybody. We'll see you. W-S-Y.